Welcome to the Open House podcast site, available at openhousecommunity.com.au. Now on Open House to a book that I know every one of us will be able to relate to. In one or another way, it will make us stand back and reassess our lives. That's a bit of a big expectation, isn't it? Cara Martin joins us now with some great insights, our book reviewer, on into Jonathan Franzen's book called Freedom. Oh, esteemed one, welcome back. <laughs> it's great to see you. Thanks, Lee. This is a really very worthy topic for us to explore, and I'd love to get this guy on Open mm. House, actually. Run us through the plot of Freedom, Cara. Well, we need to meet the Berglunds. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's Walter, who's an environmentally conscious guy. Uh, he's married to Patty, who's a stay-at-home mum who used to be a basketball star, promising career. And they've got two children, the very intelligent Jessica and Joey, who's a bit rebellious. Um, Walter's, they're, so they're just like an ordinary family. Walter's deeply in love with Patty, but he sacrificed some of his activist ideals and he sort of, you get a sense that, you know, he'd like to explore that a bit more. Okay. Suburban life's not quite what he wanted or what he expected. And, and Patty's a bit disappointed because she had this knee injury that ended her career. She wonders what she could have been, what she's missed out on. And then Jessica works really hard and she's bringing credit to the family, but she feels like her brother gets all the attention. And meanwhile, Joey decides that he's going to blow them all off and move next door at the age of 16 to live with his girlfriend. <laughs> so, so here we go. The story starts spiraling down into mess and mess and affairs and all sorts of things going wrong, betrayals, and the family is split apart. Yeah. Mm. So why is he called it Freedom. Well, this is the really interesting thing that yeah. the reason things start sort of spiraling downhill is they begin to exercise their freedom. So Joey obviously does this by moving in with his girlfriend. Yes. Um, but then we have Walter who decides that he really wants to sort of get back to his activist roots. Um, Patty ends up having an affair because she just doesn't feel satisfied with her life anymore and um, Jessica's just feeling that she's just trying to hold everything together um, and maturing before her time. So they're all sort of trying to explore what's going to, uh, how they can use their freedom to get a sense of fulfilment, but yeah. it, it just doesn't happen. It's not working for them. Now, mm. for the rest of us, though, we don't have to move out with our girlfriend or have an <laughs> affair to relate to this, but we're so often looking in lots of different places and often the wrong places for a sense of freedom. And that's where I think it's a story for everyone because yeah. you just... Now on Open House to a book that I know every one of us will be able to relate to in one or another way, it will make us stand back and reassess our lives. That's a bit of a big expectation, isn't it? Cara Martin joins us now with some great insights, our book reviewer, on into Jonathan Franzen's book called Freedom. Oh, esteemed one, welcome back. <laughs> it's great to see you. Thanks, Lee. This is a really very worthy topic for us to explore, and I'd love to get this guy on Open mm. House, actually. Run us through the plot of Freedom, Cara. Well, we need to meet the Berglunds. Yes. <laughs> There's Walter, who's an environmentally conscious guy. Uh, he's married to Patty, who's a stay-at-home mum who used to be a basketball star, promising career. And they've got two children, the very intelligent Jessica and Joey, who's a bit rebellious. Um, Walter's, they're, so they're just like an ordinary family. Walter's deeply in love with Patty, but he sacrificed some of his activist ideals. And he sort of, you get a sense that, 
you know, he would like to explore that a bit more. Okay. Suburban life's not quite what he wanted or what he expected. And, and Patty's a bit disappointed because she had this knee injury that ended her career. She wonders what she could have been, what she's missed out on. And then Jessica works really hard and she's bringing credit to the family, but she feels like her brother gets all the attention. And meanwhile, Joey decides that he's going to blow them all off and move next door at the age of 16 to live with his girlfriend. <laughs> so, so here we go. The story starts spiraling down into mess and mess and affairs and all sorts of things going wrong, betrayals, and the family is split apart. Yeah. Mm. So why is he called it Freedom. Well, this is the really interesting thing that the reason things start sort of spiralling downhill is they begin to exercise their freedom. So Joey obviously does this by moving in with his girlfriend. Yes. Um, But then we have Walter who decides that he really wants to sort of get back to his activist roots. Um, Paddy ends up having an affair because she just doesn't feel satisfied with her life anymore and um, Jessica's just feeling that she's just trying to hold everything together um, and maturing before her time. So they're all sort of trying to explore what's going to, uh, how they can use their freedom to get a sense of fulfilment, but yeah. it it just doesn't happen. It's not working for them. Now, mm. for the rest of us, though, we don't have to move out with our girlfriend or have an <laughs> affair to relate to this, but we're so often looking in lots of different places and often the wrong places for a sense of freedom. And that's where I think it's a story for everyone because yeah. you just you have that same feeling that um, what if there's something else? What am I missing out on? Um, what relationship should I have that I'm not having? Why does someone else succeed when you know I'm working harder? Uh, what's the what's the opportunity cost of this life that I've decided on? Um, is this all there is? Um, you get that constantly, that sense that we're wondering what is going to be the next thing. And, and often it's, it's even consuming things. What's the next thing I'm going to buy or what's the next thing I'm going to own? Um, what's the next choice I'm going to make that's just going to make my life a bit better? Yeah, mm. We love the idea of freedom. <laughs> I mean, it seems so glorious, but without realising perhaps the potential consequences. I think that's what comes through in this novel more than probably most other novels I read. And that's because Franson does this thing of, of really getting into the intimacy of this family and exploring. So often novels, you know, have the family life and then someone has an affair and um, then it all sort of, you know, resolves itself. But what John Jonathan Franson does is he explores the consequences of that. He examines how that affair affected everybody in the family, um, impacted beyond the family to other people as well. So he actually looks at all the little things that start happening, the domino effects of that choice that was made to rush into this relationship, which was just an emotion-driven thing. Yeah, You say there's a message about Christian faith in this book. How's that? Well, I think um, Jonathan Franzen doesn't call this... Uh, these choices that people make sin. But to me, it seems pretty obvious. Um, And I think what he's doing is actually saying we don't really examine the consequences of those choices that we make. Um, And it's not just the moral choices we make. Um, A big message of the book is the whole consumerism um, uh, choices that we make as well, our consumption that just can't be sustained by our society that we just sort of ignore and keep going on with. So... I think what he's doing is actually he he never actually says uh, having that affair was wrong or anything like that. But he just shows you what happens when you make those choices. Um, 
He also examines what it means to be a good person and um, all the people who are said to be good people in the end fall short. Um, And in the end, this whole idea of, well, that person's a good person or you can justify yourself and how good you are. All that comes to naught in the end. I'm not Mm. accusing you of anything that is in this book, but (laughs) you found it a quite confronting read. Yeah, I think so, because I think as a Christian, I am sometimes content to focus on those moral issues that are much easier. But there's a very strong issue about um, the environment and consumption that comes through. And I think sometimes uh, we don't, as Christians, we don't, um, lift those issues up as highly or, or we tend to ignore that. Um, so I found it very challenging to think about it's every choice we make that has a consequence. And and do we actually think about that um, all the way through? Do we think about the everyday choices we make and what might happen as a result of that? And I think I think that's what we need to do, especially as Christians, that, you know, the Bible tells us all the time that uh, we actually need to examine ourselves and examine our consciences. And this book was a great reminder of that from someone I don't think is even a Christian, but I I was really impacted by that. Yeah, very thought-provoking. Cara Martin, as always, thank you so much for joining us. (laughs) Thank you. you. We hope you enjoyed this Open House podcast. Thanks to Christian Super and Real World Technology Solutions. To hear more from Open House, visit openhousecommunity.com.au.